this is the quality of life. Like I really want to be able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, whenever I want. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. It's Friday morning. What's up, Lonnie? What's going on, Jesse? This is the last Agent Power Huddle in February. No, just, just kidding. I was just, just throwing out a, a cliffhanger for a minute. No, it's last about Agent Power Huddle in February. This, we, got, we got how to survive in this market so you can thrive with our guest host, Lonnie Fisher. Lonnie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Okay. No you thumbs up, no waves. John gives a thumbs up. That's yeah. it. Anybody else? We're doing okay. You guys made it through the week. I mean, look, this is just a symptom. Here you go, Lonnie. This is a, this is a signal. That's to you. All right, you guys. So how many of you guys out there feel like, you know, this is such a tough market. You're not sure where to turn, what to do. You feel like, man, the disruptors, Zillow, Redfin, it's a tight market inventory and you're worried about your sphere. How many of you guys are worried about that stuff? Give me a hand. Yeah, it's it's a tight market out there, right? So I literally have like a whole page of stuff. I'm going to try to whip through this stuff. But if you guys have questions, feel free to put it in the chat. I'm going to try to look at those as well. I know Jesse's going to look at it as well. So one of the things is in order to survive out in this market, people want to do business with those they know, like, and trust, right? And those are super, super big component things. If you guys agree with that, give me a thumbs up, right? We all know that relationships are key, especially with Zillow, Redfin, Open Doors, all of these big disruptors coming in. We more so now than ever as agents really need to protect our sphere of influence, our database, our clients, and how do we do this? We do this by creating a moat around our people, our database, our, our, our community that we're building, right? And it's really up to you guys to build the type of community that you guys want to do. You guys can either be quantity or you guys can be quality. Well, you guys can be both too, I guess, per se, just depending on how deep you guys want to go. You think that's funny, Jackie? Yeah, Jacqueline. <laughs> um, right? So one of, one of the things is, and some of this stuff you guys are going to hear over and over and over from top producing agents is, one, you guys really need to get on the phone, start pounding the phone, making connections and having conversations with your people. If you don't have conversations with them, if you don't know what's going on in their lives, how do you expect for you to be a trusted resource, somebody that they like, know, and trust to handle one of the biggest purchases, sales in their life? You can't. There's no way. Because then they're going to go to Google Who's the best agent in my area? You just lost that relationship, okay? So those conversations are keys. You have to make those connections, whether it's on Facebook, social media, text messages, videos. you got to do it. You just have to do it. If you want to make it out there, there's no other way. I promise you, okay? Be their go-to person. When you're having these type of conversations, be the person that, they think of if they need a window person, if they are looking for a new car, if they're looking for a dentist, 
what are some really hole-in-the-wall restaurants that you should be trying out? Where are the deals at, right? You want to be that spider in the middle of the web connecting everybody. So if you don't have a vendor list, start making it. Start connecting. Start building those relationships with your vendors because like people out in Houston, right, they had the ice storms. They had the snowstorms. They're, deals, they're still dealing with the aftermath of what took place. Now, some of those storms created um, trees that have fallen, gutters that needed to be replaced, roofs that have issues, right? And these clients, or potentially your clients, right, are going weeks without power. They're going weeks with damaged roofs. And if you have a connection with a vendor that can say, hey, you know what, this is the normal time wait, but because we have such a tight relationship, I'm willing to put you and your clients first to help service them. Do you think that'll stand out? 100%, right? Do you think it'll stand out if you are help growing somebody else's business as much as you need to, right? Because here's the thing. I don't know if you guys read the Go-Giver book, but that book, check it out. It's all about giving, 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 and whatever gives, you get back, right? So really, really read that book. Be that resource for your people. The other thing is you're going to hear it again. Do client appreciation events. At least do them once a quarter, okay? Now, I know that the pandemic, it kind of messed some things up. Uh, right now, I'm just getting back out there to doing uh, events right now. Me and my team, we have a pie day on 314, right? And we have them coming by, and I have local, local business owners, entrepreneurs who I am helping. They're putting together sample goodies, business cards, coupons, discounts to their services. And do you think that's something that clients are like, holy crap? Yeah, I want to be a part of this. I want to come by, not just to come see me, because here's the thing. People are craving interaction. They want to go and associate. They've been locked up in their house. They want more than ever than to have a conversation with somebody else than the people in their home, right? So create that atmosphere, and you can still do it where it's a safe environment, right? Whether it's a drive by your office. Now, if I went and drove to every single one of my clients' house, it would probably take me a few weeks. That's a long time. But scheduling three hours for them to drive by, get a, a pie, some samples. I probably have like six or seven vendors that are sponsoring and putting goodies together. They're not just getting a service from me, but now I'm helping scratch that back to other local business owners, which is super, super key and where we're at because we're seeing a lot of big businesses go out of business. A lot of small business not able to recover. So if you're one of those key components that's going to be crucial to them plugging you just as much as you're plugging them, right? So again, it's really building those relationships in your community, not just with your clients, but your community and everybody else. Again, being that go-to person. Uh, the other thing, so we're going we're gonna to stop talking about that, but we're going to go to, we know the market's super tight as far as inventory. That's not just here in Washington. That's just all over the nation right now, right? And in order to make it, you need listings. If you have listings, you know you will have a something in escrow, guaranteed. It doesn't matter the condition of the house. As long as you have it priced right, it's going to go under contract, right? So how do you do this? Well, you create a list of off-market properties, right? What do I mean by off-market? Things 
go after sellers that haven't potential uh, that may raise their hand, right? And what I'm talking about specifically is talk with your title and escrow people. Get a list of non-owner occupied homeowners, right? Because those are going to be the easiest. Because one of our biggest objections as sellers is, who do we talk to? If we sell, where are we going to move? Well, you go after non-owner occupied sellers. They don't have to worry about that, right? All they have to worry about is giving a 60-day notice to their tenant with the intent to sell and or that they are going to move into their own personal residence again. Now, make sure that you know the laws in each state because my state might be different than South Carolina, I mean, South Carolina, San Diego, wherever you guys are from. Know those laws so that way you are, you, you, when you're talking with these off-market properties, you're like, hey, I understand this is the issue. Here's the objection. I got it handled. The thing is, we need to make these as simple as possible, less hassle, less stress. As far as the disruptors, they're coming in saying, hey, when you list your home with an agent, it's super invasive to have people come into your home. The stress of having to do this, this, or this, right? And this is the conversation that they're putting out. So us as agents, we need to make that story irrelevant. It's not stressful and it's not invasive to have people come and look at your house, right? Now, if they feel that way, you can always go and turn it this way. Well, you know what? I have plenty of buyers. I can probably find one of my buyers to put into your own property. How does that sound? Now, you don't have to worry about your buyers competing in multiple offers bidding way above what they need to. And it's a win-win for both the buyers and the sellers as long as you're not lowballing the seller. Now, if you're doing that, that's not fair, okay? Don't lowball the seller. Make sure they are getting the value of their home because that's gonna make it appealing, right? When we're looking at Zillow and iBuyers and cash offers and stuff like that, what they're trying to do is lowball the seller into taking a cash offer so that way it's not invasive, it's not stressful, you know what you're getting, right? Don't do that. Give them the same, same amount of service whether you put it on the market or not, whether you find a buyer out there or you're putting your own buyer into it. Now specifically, I'm gonna say, if you have a team or if, you have, if you're heavy loaded on the buyer side, you're going to wanna find your own buyer to put into that property. Now you can double end it, right? Share it with your team really really start using those resources if you know that your buyer is looking in a particular area go and talk to your title escrow people get a list of and i'm going to give you the criteria right here i use 57 plus some people use 60 years plus right at least 40 percent um equity or more non-owner occupied now why am i saying that well one they're at an age where they're thinking about retiring. They're right around the corner for that. And they don't probably don't want to deal with tenants much longer. They have enough equity where they can make a good profit. If not, they have already so like they have no, no mortgage payment at all. Right. Because they've had it so long and three going after non owner occupied, they don't have to worry about where they're moving. They already have their own house. Okay. So these, this is, that is a very, very specific criteria. Get that from your title and escrow people. They can help you. Yes, it'll cost you a little bit of money, but I guarantee you, you hit that list and you do it well, then you want to scrub the numbers. 
Okay. You can do skip, skip tracing, whatever case may be, and then also send and farm that area. Now I have a board right here. All those white, um, I'm sorry, all those pink right there are potential sellers that are off market for me. Okay. Now I talk with my team. I talk with my buyers and I'm looking off my potential whiteboard of, all right, what of one of my buyers can I put into this property? What one of my agents can I, they put one of my buyers, their buyers into my, one of my off market properties. Now and, I'm not, I'm only feeding my team as well. And where did, so that list of properties on the whiteboard, what strategies did you use to like to build those? Were they all the same, all different strategies? Where did all this come from? Cause that's a long so, list. I would say about half of them are coming from that list that I gave as far as the criteria for non-owner occupied. The other ones are coming from uh, conversations that I've had with uh, my past clients as far as doing an event. Like I started off the conversation with them. Like I'll just do it with you, Jesse, like ring, 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 Jesse, pick up. Hello. Hey Jesse, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. I'll, I'm just calling. I know we haven't talked for a hot minute, but I wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Uh, and, but also, I wanted to know, do you want to sell your home? Um, I had no thought about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm playing. I'm only kidding with you. But if you're thinking <laughs> about selling your home, fantastic. I am here for you. But the real reason why I'm calling is because I have a VIP client event on March 14th from uh, 12 to 3. Oh, cool. Right? Do you see how that kind of interacted? Right. And because my clients know me so well, because I've been able to have that relationship, it's funny. My, some of my clients, if I really, really asked them to put their house on the market, they would put their house on the market. Naya Taya here, who's on, on the Zoom call, can vouch for that. She was listening to my phone calls. Uh, some of them, like I picked up a few listings because they're like, you know what? Actually, I don't really want to, but my husband's really been thinking about it. Or, you know, I'm on the fence on what I should do with the equity it'll start opening up that conversation. And because they know me, they know that like, I'm just who I am. And then I back it up with, you know, I just have to ask because you know, this is my job and this is what I do. I love you. I appreciate you. This is why I want to ask you to my VIP client appreciation event. That's the real reason why I'm calling. It, it's, it's super authentic. Like I love, like, I, like, plus it's, it, if you guys notice this, it just fits who Lonnie is. Like, uh, like she can just be like, Hey, you selling your house. Cause she's just really direct. Like, that's just how you are. Like, I'm kidding. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm serious, but like, Hey, I'm calling you cause I want like, I want to invite you to this event. It's just, I love it. Right. So you got to really find your groove with your clients. Right. Um, and what, when you really had that kind of groove, you can ask them, Hey, do you just want to sell your house? Right. It's, it's basically just get it out of the way. You know, you know, they're going to support you. If you know, they're going to support you, just get it done. Like stop putting that fair base mentality in your head, because if you don't ask, you don't know. Right. And then the other ones that are on my board are referrals, referrals from people out of state that have family members out here where I live. And they're like, because I love you and I know you, I want you to take care of my people. Okay. So there's multiple ways of how to get listings. You have to create that, mo again, you're creating that moat. And part of that moat comes from, like, even now, even when I first got into the industry, even now, I plan about three to four dinners per week or lunches per week with past clients, friends, things like that. And if it's not dinner, then I'm doing three or four coffees a week. Again, really, really staying in top in, in, in conversation with your people. And when you really start doing that, that loyalty that they have to you 
is so tight that they're not going to go to Zillow. They're not going to go to Google and say, who's the best agent. They're not going to try to discount your, your commission. And that's another thing that as agents, we are competing for. We're competing about what are we worth? You got to show them that you are worth what you're doing. Right. And it all starts from relationships, 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 relationships. Okay. Put yourself out there. Just get it. And it's not as scary as, as it seems. I promise you, like you did business with them once do it again. What we have to do is we have to create one. We have to create an exceptional experience while they're in the transaction, because that's what people want. They want the Nordstrom Disneyland experience, right? We have to create that. We have to make it stress-free. We have to make it a one-stop shop. All right, this is where I get all of my answers. This is my go-to person, whether it's for title, whether it's for the lender, whether it's for the, whatever case may be. You've got to be that person in the transaction. And if it's not you, then it's your admin or your transaction team, okay? They need to, you need to get that in place, okay? Because look at everything that we're doing, down to Domino's, U- Uber, uh, Amazon. We know exactly what's going on in every single process of the of the whatever we're ordering, right? We need to make our transactions the same way. If you your transaction team, your admin team, they need to create a portal of where all that information is super easy for your client to get into, that they can access whatever's going on, and make sure you're given weekly updates whether it's via email, whether it's phone call, whether it's text message, you need to make sure you are accessible, you and or your team, however your team is ran, okay? That is super, super key. Now, that's just during the transaction. Now, we have to worry about the in-between because that's when really our SOI, our database, our past clients are really vulnerable to being penetrated. Now, you have to create a unique experience from one transaction to the other right? How many agents actually keep and get referral business or past client business over and over again? I know I do, right? But a lot of agents don't. Why? Because they do the transaction. They maybe stay in touch with them maybe a couple months after, maybe up to a year, and then they drop off. And that allows somebody like myself to come in and build a relationship and take them from you because I will. Okay. So that experience is where that spider web, where I'm talking about that connection, those conversations, those vendors, every, you, go, you be that go-to person, okay? So that's a little bit as far as listings. Uh, I will say also network with other agents that you're super tight with or you have good relationships. See what they have coming on the market, right? You've got to network. In order to make it in this market, especially with the way the inventory is, you got to network, start talking to the agents that you're super close with. Hey, do you have anything coming on the market that I should be aware of? What's the price point? Blase, blase. And start those conversations. Okay? I'm not saying for you to do a pocket listing because out here in, in Washington State, pocket listings are illegal and we can get in trouble. Right? So it's going to be dependent on your state. But if you guys can do like the coming soon and stuff like that, really start those conversations because that's going to give your buyer um, a lot more opportunity to be able to do so. That's going to be able for you to be able to compete and say, hey, depending on the state, are they willing to do an off-market deal? Okay. I'm not saying out here in Washington because we're not allowed to do that, making that very, very specific. But if you guys can do that, start doing that. 
it's gonna it's also gonna show that you are the expert in the market and that you know what's coming on the market before any other agent because of the reports that you have with other agents. Make sense? All right, and then the last one that I'm gonna touch base on because we have about 10 minutes is videos. Videos are key. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying this is because if you're not doing video, you need to do it like ASAP. You don't need to be a pro. You don't, you can take your phone and you can start doing it. And if you're doing a Facebook live, you might be sideways. You might be upside down. That's okay. Look at your comments. If people are like, Hey, your phone's sideways or it's upside down, or I can't hear you, or you're kind of breaking up or what people are engaging with you. That's a good sign. Okay. It's a very good sign. You don't have to look perfect. You don't have to have the perfect lighting. You don't have to have a mic. Like just start out there and start working and getting it because again, you want that engagement. You want to be the person that they want to get information from. Okay. You can do um, just, just start engaging and you start seeing those comments, start responding back to them, not only respond back to them via, in the video, but in the comments as well. Literally take the time to write a comment back to them because if they're on there watching you, they're taking time out of their day to listen to you and to comment. Be respectful and take that time back and interact with them, right? Here's the thing, perception is key. You might not be a busy agent. You might not do a lot of transactions yet. Or you might do a lot of transactions. You guys can be on one spectrum or the other. It doesn't matter. You get to build the perception that people get to see. Okay? If they see you out there showing houses, I don't know, you could be looking at an open house and doing a video tour. They don't know that. They don't know it's not your listing. Right? You can be driving to from your house to the grocery store. They don't know that. Right? Again, you get to build the perception that you want. Perception is key. If they think you're doing business, they are going to want to do business. Okay? You get to build that storyline. Think about the brand, the storyline, and how you want to perceive so that way people start liking you, knowing you, and trusting you to do business. Okay? The other thing is you really need to be the go-to person as far as what is going on, not just in the market, right? We all know inventory is low. Fantastic. We know this. We know buyers are having a hard time. There's multiple offers. Things are going, you know, above list price and blase, blase. Be the resource that, that other agents don't have. Be the resource that they don't know about. Like, for instance, we have a bill out here in Washington State. It's called the SB 5096, where they're trying to impose a 9% tax, uh, tax rate on capital gains. Does that affect our sellers out here? 100%. Did they, do buyers know that if they were in forbearance or homeowners, if they were in forbearance and it doesn't matter if they made a payment for, haven't made a payment for eight months that they can still buy a home and qualify for a home as long as they close simultaneously on it? Because now that forbearance is taken care of, did you guys know that, right? You gotta find that information that makes you stick out. Now, I don't look like the regular agent, I don't talk like the regular agent and, then, and that's on purpose. Right? Because I don't want to blend in. And I'm okay with that. Now, did it you take me a little in, bit? Bonnie. Huh? You don't blend in. You're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
So what what you need to do is you really need to to be that person. Now I'm getting super excited because I'm gonna make a Facebook announcement that in the next month or two, my team and I we're gonna be delivering home wealth reports every single month because billions of dollars are thrown away because sellers don't know what to do with the equity in their home. Right? Crazy. Billions. 83% of homeowners, their retirement comes from their equity in their home. You need to be the go-to resource person on how they're managing their equity. How do you do that? Right? Really start thinking about how do you add value to your clients, not just for yourself, but for your clients. Again, read the go-giver because it's going to it's gonna address how do you establish these relationships? How do you become the go-to person? How do you create that spider web so that way when they're thinking of anything that they need, you're their top person, not just for real estate, but for all component of things. Because us as agents, we have resources, we have different types of clients, we have networks that are crazy. Now, how are we using those? So that's kind of a rough, how do you survive? Do you guys have questions? I know I went through stuff really, really fast. So we have a few minutes, like five minutes. I try to really stick to the time on this, you guys. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, just to add on your comment, when, tell people what they don't know, they don't know. And what, what you were just talking about, that HR 5950, people don't know that there's going to be capital gains. And that can be huge for a lot of people in real estate. Yes. So Yeah. And you know what? There's a whole world of off-market deals out there that a, most agents don't even think exists, and it exists. And if you get into it, you can do deals. Uh, you can do lots of deals without them ever hitting the MLS. Yeah. And that that's going to be really, really key on, especially with the market as being as tight as it is. I think in out here in Washington, Tacoma, Seattle area, Ken can agree with me or not. Um, I think we're about just over two weeks of inventory, if we're lucky. So we're in a super tight market. So how are we getting deals in contract, right? And I'll say half of my deals are off market because I'm putting my own buyers into my own my own people as far as sellers, and I'm making or my buyers agents and their buyers into sellers that I'm talking to and like, hey, I have a, a buyer. Are you looking to take an offer? This is what we can. This is what would sell on market value, and we'll honor that. And then you don't have to worry about the invasive, right? What what the storyline is going, the invasive, the hassle, the stress, right? And now we made it really easy. Yeah. We really it. gotta take that 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 storyline away from the disruptors out there that is not invasive, that is not stressful, that we are working together as agents because right now we are destroying our own selves. And we're making it easy for these disruptors to come in and take us out. I love it. All right, you got like two minutes. Lisa uh, Lisa was asking, this is, is, you guys think Lonnie had some good energy and passion this morning, right? Can you tell she loves what she does? So, so if you have just like one or two uh, bullet points or how do you talk about, like, can you talk a little bit about how do you keep yourself motivated to, to, to uh, drive the way you do? Well, one is, you know, I have a business coach. I I gone. I normally go to the accountability group. I kind of miss it, do some personal stuff. But um, doing the accountability group, really being out there, and I know what kind of life I want. 
So in order to have that type of life, I know that the activities that I need to do, if it's one thing I need to change in order to reach that life, I'm going to change it because my drive to have that component of life is so, it drives me insane to say, all right, this is the quality of life. Like I really want to be able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, whenever I want, right? And how do I do that? I have to sacrifice or not sacrifice, I'm going to call it delayed gratification on so many years, right? Of having intent focus on growing different legs of my business that by the time I'm a, a, a certain age that I can say, you know what, whether I choose to work or not, I'm good. I love it. It's so good. And by the way, uh, Steven said, this is like drinking from the fire hose this morning. You're right. There's a lot of good stuff. But the good news is, guys, it's recorded. It's recorded. So you can check it out as a podcast if you want to listen to it while you're like doing a run or driving around, right? Go, we're, our podcast is, getting, is increasing in downloads every week. So check out Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts live. It's going to be on the Facebook, uh, Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Uh, Lonnie, seriously, your passion is awesome. I do. I, you, I love this. You. And this is so guys, good. Feel free to find me on Facebook and let's connect if you guys have any other questions. Because it's really about building rapports and referrals to each other. So I love it. All right. Well, guys, all right, all right, have a wonderful – this is amazing. Lonnie, have a happy Friday. Guys, have a great weekend. Go out and find some off-market properties. I'm inspired. Yes, I love yes. it. Bye, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.